0: Carly! What's up? Um, I don't, I would much rather talk about media consumption than Harry Potter. How's your music journey going?
1: It's going. Yes? I really liked your rec that you gave me that I already forgot the name of.
0: Super Free Animals, Rings Around the World?
1: Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Very good. Uh, You were understanding the vibe. And I do have a bone to pick about the sunny weather thing. Okay. I think that a lot of the same music that is applicable in a overcast fall day is well-suited to a bright winter day.
0: I don't listen to a lot of that type of music, though, I guess, was just my Mm -hmm. point.
1: Uh But I mean, I feel like that's, sunny winter day is sort of like prime, like cloud nothings territory for me.
0: Because there's no clouds. I got it. That's um, <laughs> good. <laughs> are you referring to cloud nothings as like old music? Because that's really depressing. No, but, like
1: okay. angry sort of music.
0: Okay. I don't really like a lot of angry type of music.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. What... What is your process? What is your goal, and what is your process here, Car?
1: In general, for my New Year's resolution.
0: Yes,
1: (laughs) I don't have a goal or. This stuff
0: fascinates me.
1: I just want to know more and be more aware of stuff.
0: So you don't want to enjoy music; you just want to listen to music.
1: I want to find new things to enjoy that aren't all brand new.
0: Okay, old new things. Old
1: new things. Like I, I, one of my big pandemic discoveries was that I enjoy blondie
0: see i don't okay that's all i got
1: <laughs> but it's like i could have been listening to that my whole life and my life would have been like point oh 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 one percent better and i'd love to find some more stuff like that that makes my life 0.001 percent better
0: okay but don't you worry that you're just getting i find sometimes that i go back and listen to something that people are like oh my god this is pivotal and then it just sounds like music i already listened to but old
1: and I'm like, yeah but sometimes <laughs> like with a blondie sort of thing that's fun because the music like the way that sounds sounds like music i really really love now or like i can tell the the two are linked in some way and that's yeah. fun but like if it was like oh this is like why the lumineers exist or something sure. that would be less interesting or fun
0: why do you think the lumineers exist
1: i don't know because i'm on for Ho! Oh. Oh. Ho! Uh,
0: I don't know. Stereo Gum ran a tenth anniversary review of that fun record, and they kind of hinted oh, at that kind of led like, to that because it was the beginning of the indie whoop, uh, the millennial whoop.
1: What's whoop? That's when you go oh, oh, seriously!
0: And like every song for like five years was just people going
1: oh, <laughs> hey. You know what you sound like doing that? That <laughs> clip that is resurfaced on Twitter of the people. Uh, uh, the scientists who made the sound that a mummy would have made given its vocal cord structure you <laughs> you've probably seen this video it's like, this, like a discovery channel BS or something with these scientists who took the corpse of a mummy and no. 3D printed its larynx and then projected what that sound would be like and it's just this huh
0: what does that mean what sound what you (laughs) you could 3d print my larynx but it doesn't mean it's gonna sound like
1: me. i don't know man i don't know
0: what you're talking about uh okay
1: (laughs) so it's going well i guess okay cool yeah um, what's your
0: favorite is it blondie is your favorite discovery you've made
1: but that was like now two years ago oh i see oh yeah
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i really did like diving into madonna i've never done that before i love madonna yeah that was really fun Like, that's sort of what I want more of. Honestly, and because of the record you gave me or lent me, uh, digging into more Carole King is really nice. She's great. That's a good mood. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like an artist now, except they play instruments.
1: (laughs) Wow. Uh, This
0: is Pillows on the Windows, a movie podcast. Hello, Carly. Hey. It hasn't been that long since we've done this, but it's also been a very long time since we've done this. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's been a really long time, but we talked about 2021 in there for a long time. Also.
0: Hell yeah, we did. Yeah. I'm happy with how our list ended up. Except, I think did Green Knight end up on it? Yes. Good. Yes, that's good. Okay, then I'm happy. Yeah. Um, me too. Can we talk about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix? No. We
1: sure can. The Half Blood uh, Prince. Half Blood Prince.
0: Okay. Car, what'd you think?
1: This is the first time that I've thought, okay, this movie's bad.
0: I turned it off halfway through.
1: Seriously?
0: Um, I went in not liking this movie at all. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to give it a fair shot. And then it felt like it was the end of the movie and I checked and I was like 50 minutes into the movie and there was yes. still an hour and a half left. And I was like, nope, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. And then I turned it off.
1: I can tell you that it only gets worse.
0: No, I know. I kind of skimmed through the rest of it, but uh, I have some bones to pick with this movie. (laughs) Go off. Well, it's just insane to me that uh, this is kind of like theoretically the penultimate tale Mm -hmm. of Harry Potter. And there's no sense of urgency or world building or...
1: Love for the characters. Love
0: for the characters. It's just like the first 45 minutes is just a series of different machinations happening. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Ron is a Quidditch guy now. And it's just like, this is the, we're getting towards the end. Right. What is happening? This is less interesting than when they were like 12 and they were learning about potions.
1: Oh, it's absolutely less interesting than that. Yeah.
0: It's so crazy.
1: Yeah. This movie looks so bad.
0: (laughs) I actually came around on it. I, if you go back, if in like the Tucker archives, yeah. Anytime this movie comes up, I'm like, that is one of the worst movie- looking movies of all time. I'm kind of into the kind of like monochromatic thing that's got going on. It's very like, you know, it's like
1: Tim If everything Bird-y. is gray, everything is gray.
0: <laughs> yeah, and everything's kind of like weird angles and like.
1: I don't mind the angles. I think, so I I didn't really have a problem with how it looks until I would say the last hour once we started doing like cave and action sequence and all that stuff. Yeah. It just like the CGI gobbledygook is so terrible and you mix that with a terrible color palette and it's just like it made me feel like I was watching like an MCU movie or something, which like I don't even know what those really look like, but that's the feeling I got.
0: They look better than this does. <laughs> uh I hear what you're saying, Car.
1: Yeah, it's just nothing. It's like nothing on top of nothing on top of nothing. I don't know.
0: It is I mean, I I respect the sixth movie in this blockbuster franchise for going for a completely different look yeah. and tone, I guess. Uh, but it's crazy. This is the same director as the seventh movie, right? Mm-hmm. How did they get it so right I there? Don't know. One movie away. I don't yeah. understand it.
1: Yeah, it's very, very strange. I mean, like, honestly, thank God that the last one is <laughs> yeah. uh, two movies. Like, I, yeah. this it would have been such a terrible note to go out on if the last part was not split up i think cuz it would have just yeah. been this again.
0: It couldn't have been. Mm. I, can, I can't imagine someone watching this movie if you divorced it from the Harry Potter thing. It's just like it's nothing. Right. It's just it's awful. Yeah. craziness. Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, that first hour was great. Uh <laughs> and like all the like i think uh i'd like to say something nice about the film. Okay. I think, uh, what is it, Slughorn?
1: hmm Love him so much. I think
0: his performance is good. I think that's a cool character. Yes. I like
1: that aspect of this movie. A cool story in general. Like, a, yeah. the idea of a guy who is just, like, chasing clout of his students is, yeah. like, kind of hilarious and cool.
0: And he's like, oh, not prejudiced. But yeah. he, is. he is. Harry learns about racism in Harry mm. Potter and the Happy blood Prince. <laughs> yeah. I assume it gets into all kinds of fun Snape flashbacks that I didn't even see.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like the, what's it, Circumcision.
0: Circumcision, yeah. Yep. Uh, that's a whole plotline.
1: Yeah, I don't, like, also now, because I watched this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, it's already blended into one big mush with the fifth movie, because they're kind Mm -hmm. of the same to me. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what happened with Snape in this one versus the last one. You know what is, I (laughs) just remembered this. Okay, so there's, like, a couple, like, quote-unquote darker sequences that I think work well. Okay. And, like, maybe the most terrifying moment in the entire series of books and movies that I think works Probably better in the book, but okay in the movie is when he, when Harry is reading, you know, he's reading the Half Blood Prince stuff, and he uses that really violent spell on Draco, Mm -hmm. and he like it's essentially like a bunch of invisible knives uh, stabbing Draco, and like I think that moment works super super well, is like terrifying and um, interesting, and hammers home I think what a lot of the rest of the Half-Blood Prince E elements fail to do.
0: Sure. Are you folding um, fitted sheets in the background there? Yes. Okay. Very um, well. I, I think it also looks cool when the lady gets possessed or whatever mm-hmm. out in the snow. Like, that's a cool visual.
1: It's scary. Like, I remember yeah. it being scary when I was a kid.
0: It's kind of scary still. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Mm-hmm uh but other than that i got no love for this movie or this franchise or any of the actors involved or the creator
1: well some true. of that's not true
0: yeah we love jk <laughs> hey, Rowling. Okay. she knew what she was doing
1: <laughs> i think i this it made me fully come to the conclusion and like i have to i guess wait two more movies to say this definitively but i think ron grown up is the best kid actor
0: don't quite know what you mean. I'm having trouble.
1: <laughs> like once once they've aged out of they're all just children like sure. running around and like into actual actors, I would assume. I think Ron is doing the best job.
0: But not to like libel him. Wasn't he just like high on drugs the entire time at some point? Like wasn't I
1: he I think K- Daniel Rag I knew about Daniel Radcliffe having substance issues. I don't know yeah. about uh Rupert Grant.
0: Mm-hmm. That's dark to think yeah, about. Just like it is. We're going to raise you in this industry, and it's not going to go well for you.
1: I mean, it turned... I, I'm sure there were some really bad years in there, but it turned out okay-ish for all three of them, yeah. which is nice.
0: Daniel Radcliffe's in that new Sandra Bullock movie.
1: That movie looks so freaking fun. Ow. I can't wait to <laughs> see it.
0: Okay. 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 Brad Pitt's in it. They kind of spoil yes. that in the trailer in a weird That's way. That's okay.
1: Like, it, honestly, I may not have wanted to see it as much if Brad Pitt wasn't... In
0: it so fair speaking of which house of wax.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, 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 yes Now, yes, Carly, yes, yes.
0: yes, and of course, we're talking about the early 2000s house of, of course, wax, starring Paris Hilton and others. Um, I know why I love House of Wax. Uh huh. Why do you like House of Wax?
1: House of Wax is so awesome,
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so, like, you.
1: I had known about it, but I, in, in a, like, oh, I walked by this DVD cover a bunch of times or whatever sort of right. way. I think I also sort of had it confused the Skeleton Key.
0: I don't know and what that is, it, but it sounds great.
1: I I think that's Drew Barrymore, maybe. I don't know. Sure, but, like, sure, it was sure, in that sure. same era, and I think maybe had a similar cover. Um, but <laughs> minus is Wax. Um, and <laughs> right. so, to me, it was, like... You know, this is probably a movie one could watch in a sleepover that's like sort of a silly slasher. What
0: a sleepover that would be. Well, exactly. So
1: I thought it was going to be way less nutso than it is. It is full on nutso. It's so creative. It's so fun. It's so wacky. I, I seriously like super, super, super love this movie.
0: I do, too, but there was definitely an acclimation period for, like, the first 20 minutes where it's like, oh, this yes. is going to be terrible.
1: Yes. The first 20 minutes were exactly what I was expecting from it, which was just right. like, oh, this is going to be dumb and, like, pretty bad, but I'll enjoy it because, like, Paris Hilton and stuff.
0: And, like, new metal soundtrack. Right. Just, like, early <laughs> 2000s gas station culture. It's
1: awesome. Right. But then it turns into, oh, they're in a town that's entirely built of wax. Oh, it's so
0: cool. Yeah, it's so
1: freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, the whole second half, I was just like, mwah, 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 mwah.
1: And like so much more gruesome than I thought it was going to be and scary and upsetting and (laughs) et cetera, et cetera.
0: Well, because they do the thing where it's like wax sculptures are creepy, but then Mm -hmm. they like extrapolate that out. A thousand times where it's just like there's people living inside the wax, but they're like dead. Yeah. And like I love so much when they go to the funeral and then you come back to the funeral and you realize what the funeral is. And like that whole setup is awesome. And she's hiding under his his frock.
1: It's awesome. And like the finale of this movie is maybe the only time I've loved this level of cgi gobbledygook like <laughs> yeah an entire house mansion yeah made of wax lighting on fire they're crawling through wax they're <laughs>
0: it's like four identical killers trying to kill them yes
1: like it's just it's so insane it's so over the top it's so like thank god they just let whoever made this like do their vision i yeah i don't know i like i just i love this movie i think yep. i was so energized that i have a new like fun horror movie in the arsenal
0: Do you wish there were, like, 12 of these, though?
1: No, not at all.
0: Okay, I kind of do. Like, changing directors every second movie. Well, 3D wasn't very good, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, Okay,
1: one of the most insane moments is when you find out, or when you you sort of have it confirmed Mm -hmm. that there are people, like, inside the wax, and it's the guy (laughs) peeling off his friend's face, and, like, the wax peels off the skin man, and the no guy doesn't man. stop doing it he's just like huh <laughs> you can't see to peel away his this entire man's man, face crazy That's so insane oh my god
0: i love the twist regarding the brothers that you see coming mm-hmm. a mile away but you're just like <laughs> yes this is how it should be
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: Um, I love the like weird Southern Gothic, like swampy feel Mm -hmm. going on. That's awesome.
1: That feels so like late nineties, early two thousands to me. Like it (gasps) it feels like we don't get that setting as much anymore.
0: I think you're absolutely right. I had a theory that I came up with while I was watching this. Right. It's -hmm. like there were two thousands horror is abandoned warehouses where people get killed. Right. Uh huh. In so many ways. And it's not anymore, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
0: Do you think that happened with the recession where this kind of like look at like, because I associate that with like working class, Mm -hmm. you know, like industrial, very industrial horror in this era. And then the recession happens and then I feel like it's like. Nice houses with families. Yeah, getting it's like killed.
1: escapism. Yeah, sort of. yeah.
0: And I wonder if there's anything to that, or if it's just like a a dink. But it was interesting to think about when Paraselton's getting chased through this like smelting yeah. factory.
1: It does feel a little bit chicken or the egg with um like the Conjuring, right? Like I I guess I forget what year the Conjuring was, but it feels like it was like right in that realm, maybe, and like yeah. maybe it was perfect place, perfect time of people were losing steam on this right. concept and like needed something else. And the conjuring was like the perfect funnel for all of that.
0: But it, you know, what's crazy is that saw helped yes. start the first thing. <laughs> and then James Warren was like, no, I'm done. We're yeah, that's true. Houses.
1: That's true. And now Love he's it. back to, well, both houses and saw, which oh, is the best yes. version, the best yeah.
0: combination of them all. Yes. Uh, I Random thoughts. I love the pile of bodies.
1: I'm forgetting the pile of bodies.
0: Um, Like the... Towards the beginning where it's like the guy oh, just throws yeah. carcasses into the big pit. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah.
0: That's when I realized that the movie would be enjoyable. Because up yeah. until that point, I was like, oh. But then it gets good. Real the good. The final,
1: final twist is fun, too.
0: It It was so stupid because you could... It's like... It's not a twist because it's like yeah. happening while you're watching it. You're just like, oh yeah <laughs> it, it feels like a setup for a movie that never occurred or something, that's true
1: know. that yeah absolutely that's true
0: i don't know i i wasn't in love with that part I
1: love- <laughs> I don't know. it was like a great silly stupid <laughs> way to end a silly stupid movie that yeah. i love
0: it is very silly and stupid i love oh my god the part where they like make the wax sculptures is so uh-huh.
1: good just
0: we need more movies like this i think
1: completely agree
0: just peeking into someone's mind and what they think is cool and creepy.
1: Just let people take horror movies all the way. Like, let them do it. Like, don't put weird barriers on it. Just let it happen. And
0: I don't think this movie is so out there where it's like, you know, it never lost me. It's just like, oh, that's a messed up thing that could happen in a horror movie, I guess.
1: But like, instead of making it that there are people made of wax, they made a town of wax, which is like the much better version of it. Yeah.
0: But it's not... It, there's also just parts where like fingers get cut off in really right. awesome ways, and right, her lips get <laughs> super glued <laughs> together. Nom, nom, nom,
1: nom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so House of Wax gets a thumbs up from both of us, from both of us. But what about uh, don't whatever it's called uh, to, to die, die for. for? Very fun, very fun,
1: ish, ish. Um, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman is amazing. I like, I know we give her, we still love Nicole Kidman, but I feel like, at least I'll I'll speak for myself. I forget how cool Nicole Kidman is. Sure. And how cool her career is. Like, this is such a cool, crazy character. And like, I feel like she did more of this stuff when she was younger. And maybe that's partially because like, they don't have fun roles like this for older women. But. Which sucks. I don't know. Yeah, which does suck. But she's just so incredibly good in this. And it's so fun. And it's such like a... It feels like a movie that would be made now. And, like, you know, go on Letterboxd and everyone's like, oh, Gone Girl. And, like, it kind of is. But, like, it's a more fun and silly version of that, which is great.
0: Like, the Affleck connection totally is just like, yes, this is Gone Girl. Zero. Yeah. This is... Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Nicole Kidman feels unknowable to me in a way that most celebrities mm-hmm. don't. Not that I know any celebrities. Like, no one really knows celebrities. right? It's just their persona. But, like, Nicole Kidman, I have just no idea. It's just like a, an enigma. I have no idea what's going on with this lady. That video you showed me uh, <laughs> haunts me still where she's just like, is that fake? Is that video fake? Can you just please tell me that now? <laughs> I mean,
1: what do you mean is it fake? It's highly produced. It's
0: not it, – it 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 seems to say here is a conversation between humans, and that's not oh, what it it's is. Oh, it's not
1: that, no. But that's what it is. That's why – okay, so we're talking about the, the Vogue series, 73 Questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does anybody come out of that looking good? Like, is there an interview with just, like, Seth Rogen or something where he's like, yeah, whatever, man, I, like –
1: I'm trying to think. Honestly, Nicole's is one of the most fun ones because it's absurd and like uh, there's no bearing of reality within it. It's so Um, weird. Yeah. Some of them are really boring. I don't know. It's just like everyone performing so, so, so much. (laughs) This goes beyond. This is just. Oh, absolutely. But it's also like, no, I have no idea. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Like Nicole Kidman contains multitudes because Absolutely. she's that and she's this and like I think of birth is another like oh my god Nicole Kimmins wild and I think of um eyes wide shut like mm-hmm. her, yeah. I don't know she's just so interesting has so many interesting roles and is like kind of perfect in all of them yeah
0: I'll I'll take your word for that I guess I don't I don't know that to be true but I'll take your word for it
1: I honestly, like, out of, there's so many actors who, like, I love who, like, still give, you know, half not great performances sometimes. I honestly don't think I've ever seen a performance. I've seen movies that are bad with her in them, but I don't think she's bad in them.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, even Moulin Rouge, which I didn't like at all. I was like, oh, she's, she's going for it.
1: She's always going for it. Maybe that's a good way to put it. Like it's she's giving everything her all constantly, and I think it works too. Like it's never like cringy because it's like, oh, she's just having a good time doing this.
0: But that's why it's so weird. (laughs) That interview is so weird. (laughs) Is she going for it? Is that what that is? Is that what she thinks? I
1: think so. I don't know.
0: Like, was she directed, I guess is my question.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like all of that is so Those are the least genuine things in the world, which is hilarious because the whole point is like, oh, come into my house and learn more about me. Like it's, there's none of that's happening. I mean, you're going into their homes, but you're not learning anything about them.
0: Did Gwyneth Paltrow do one of those?
1: Ooh, I don't know, but she did an architectural digest recently. That was really great. I don't know what
0: that means, but okay.
1: We get to see her house. It's like, I don't know, disappointing, but (laughs) okay.
0: Uh, To die for is kind of disappointing.
1: I thought it was, like, okay, so I think the best parts of it are Nicole Kidman, and yes. uh, it, it's the way it's, like, framed and edited. It, like, yeah. it just it feels super cinematic in a really fun way. No, yeah, um, yeah. Which is great, but, like, the overall story and stuff didn't do all that much for me. Well, I think the first
0: act is great, because it's very subversive, and it's very uh kind of self-aware and mm-hmm. very blatantly stylish where it's just like you know she's just gonna talk to you you know it's just like it, it's a movie about media that lets you know that it's a movie about media from the 90s but uh right then it becomes this kind of like coen brothers movie and i just found that whole plot line so completely uninteresting and uh just exactly what you would expect it to be
1: mm. um
0: and then I think the reactions to that in the third act are really interesting,
1: yeah, like the sister and stuff,
0: the sister, and just like her going out after the crime is committed to talk to the press, and she's like poofing her hair and she's got her dog and everything, and it's all just very like manicured, and you know you can just see the the wheels turning, and it's like, oh okay, like I see where this movie's going. I understand the point it's trying to make and uh but when it's just like these <laughs> very young uh boys (laughs) these actors we know as very young boys getting into trouble it's just like uh this is just kind of like i don't know this is like made for tv movie type crap it feels like
1: and like i I mean i know it's supposed to be a bummer but like it is genuinely a bummer like i don't know like what happens with joaquin phoenix's character is like It feels like almost too sad for it to be in this movie. Like it's just, I don't know. It's really upsetting. And like, I think he does such a good job of portraying someone who like does not get it at all. (laughs) And like, it just, it feels really, really sad. Um, Which I, again, like maybe that's the whole picture. Maybe that's the point, but it, it made it like less enjoyable as a, oh, Nicole Kidman's wacky movie.
0: Right. Which she is very much so. Yeah. And I just like, I don't know. I was like way into like the parents being on like the Jerry Springer TV show mm-hmm. thing. That was really interesting. The back yeah. forth and all that. Uh, I just feel like the movie loses the plot. Or it it turns from this kind of something that's taking place within what it's talking about. And it becomes a movie that starts to talk about what it's talking about instead. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that, that's not as cool
1: yeah <laughs> to that's me.
0: Fair. Uh, I don't know it's like an interesting like artifact from that time like I love that style of like 90s filmmaking it's mm-hmm. really cool
1: but... great poster great poster Casey Affleck looks exactly like Timothy Chalamet which is Perhaps. so weird and, and plays kind of the same upsetting. kind of yeah. character yeah.
0: that he would play <laughs> yeah
1: exactly uh,
0: yeah I don't know I'm glad I watched it but uh, oh absolutely it didn't really knock my socks off
1: I would concur. Okay. Well, what else is going on, Car? Holy cow. So, yeah, I can't hit everyone because we've... It's been a minute, so there's a lot there.
0: And be sure to save some time for our uh, segment at the end of the episode.
1: What's the segment?
0: Just save some time for the segment at the end of the episode.
1: Okay. Um, I'll start with... Okay, I'm going to do a one-two punch of maybe you're talking about
0: hitting people a lot carly is something <laughs>
1: right? one two punch of like a gruesome horror so i'll sure. start with don't breathe Two, uh which i didn't finish <laughs> have breathe, you seen the first no. don't breathe <laughs> no okay so <laughs> the first breathe, <laughs>
0: <no>. <laughs> breathe harder
1: the first don't breathe i think is like an insane movie and it's fun and stupid and disgusting and all that good stuff Love um that. And okay, so the plot of the first one is these like teenagers break into a blind guy's house to try and steal from him. Little do they know the blind guy is like a an a vet, like a a veteran Navy SEAL who is like a murder machine, um, and also does a lot of bad stuff. Um, the second one is. Okay, what if we made the murder machine guy a good guy? Done. (laughs) And, like, they... (laughs) I don't feel like that's...
0: I feel like that's been done. I feel like that's... It's been
1: done, and, like, I wasn't opposed to it, because I think that's kind of hilarious and stupid and, like, funny and whatever. This is just such a bad movie. Like, Mm. it's a really, really bad movie. I couldn't finish it. Hmm. Um, The only thing I really want to mention from it is I watched this in House of Wax, like, not so far away from each other, I guess and seeing how the art form has progressed <laughs> and you called out the moment when the woman has her uh her mouth uh, uh super glued shut yes. right great and moment. in this movie a person has their mouth and nose super glued shut so they like you know well, are suffocating no right and i and their friend approaches with um like some tools i'm like oh they're just gonna like cut the glue on the mouth open Nope. They stick a, I think it's like a straw or no, it's like a, a screwdriver huh? or something through the cheek to create a hole. So then that person huh? is suffocating on blood and proceeds to like cut their mouth open. It's just, it was the what? most like a stupid, weird thing I've ever seen. It was in a good movie.
0: <laughs> Why didn't they put a pen through their throat?
1: Honestly, that would have made slightly more sense. I yeah. don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. um, So, I don't know. Any questions on Don't (laughs) Breathe
0: Too? Was there like just a moment where you're like, I'm not watching this anymore? Or was it just like a gradual bleh?
1: It was a gradual bleh. Like, I was pretty bored throughout and i found that okay so the first one was interesting because or like one of the things i liked about it it was all just in this house you know so like you're encountering the guy's traps and like all that fun stuff this was like in several different locations in a way that just like felt not fun or i don't know interesting in any way so i we ended up at like another location i was like okay i'm kind of out now (sighs) um Okay, so then I'm going to go to the other, like, gruesome movie, which is the one I watched last night. Yes. Which is called Martyrs. Um, Yes. This is, I like, okay, I can't in any conscience recommend this movie at all. It is, like, okay. So I was listening to a podcast with Alex Ross Perry on it, who we love. Uh, Okay. Um, We'll get to him in a sec. Yes, we will. Um, and they were talking about, like, depraved horror, um, in light of the <laughs> most recent tex- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they mentioned oh, Martyrs as an example of, like, the fact that this form is still alive, um, Jesus. and it, like, making people's, like, you know, uh, not just within the genre, but overall, like, you know, best movies of the decade list, and I was like, oh, I've never heard of this movie, i i i want to check it out right away and like i handle gore and stuff okay i think i like i just can't explain how upsetting this movie was um so the plot that they have on letterboxd is that a girl who's a victim of a kidnapping and like uh you know torture as a kid goes on a revenge plot with her friend when they're adults okay which is true for <laughs> the first 30 minutes of the movie, and then there is an hour 10 left Okay, of the most sick, <laughs> evil... Filth. I just, like, I can't... I, I, it is so upsetting. Hmm. And I think what made it, like, even more difficult to manage is, like, I think this is a really good movie. And, like, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it all... It, it's not pointless. Like, it... I think the most depraved movie I've seen up until this point in my life is human Centipede three, which is like Mm -hmm. just a terrible movie with no conscience and no ideas. It's just like, how can we make people upset? This surpassed it both because it's like more upsetting, but also because it like, I don't know when it's like bound to some sort of moral construct or something, everything about it feels so much worse. Um, are you ever going to watch this movie? Can I spoil it? Oh, I, it's
0: uh, please don't spoil it. I guess. Okay, I won't spoil it. Okay.
1: Um, but I okay. Basically, the latter half of the movie just involves, um, oh, it's like methodical torture of a human being in like physical and psychological ways, and it's the, the filmmaking of it is like they'll have a shot of the person and what happens to them. Cool. Fades to black and you're like, okay, maybe that was the last one. Whew. And then it comes back in and it does it again and again and again and again. <laughs> and it was like, like I had my hands over my eyes for like a decent really? amount of the last half. Like it, it's just, it's so evil. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm still like processing it. I'm like reading everything I can about it. It's like an super interesting artifact. I was afraid I was not be able to sleep. So I looked it up and, like, watched a Making of video, which was really interesting and also helpful to, like, chill out a little bit. Sure. Um, but I also, like, I, I didn't realize that there was this subgenre of movie called French extremism, which I guess this is, like, one of the um, pillars The pillars of, which I thought was really interesting. And I might, I don't know, take a break and enter back into it at some point. Um huh. Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, it, it's such a singular viewing experience
0: it sounds like it yeah i i mean we i I can't get a grasp on why is it just very realistic in its depiction of like whatever is happening that you're i think like
1: the effects of it are really good and like i i I could tell you why it's so special but it would give away the plot or like the interesting part of the plot so i don't want to do that okay um but there it's like it's exploring something and working with images that, like, have always disturbed me um, and was really interesting to see, like, play out in a movie, I guess. Weird. Yeah. Oh, God. Even talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Ugh. So I don't know. I, I It was very interesting. If you're into that kind of thing, go for it. But it, it <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I don't
0: know. Did you watch it
1: alone? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I I don't know, (sighs) like, a lot of times, I think with, like, Human Centipede 3, that was a good, like, group watch because it's stupid and bad. Yeah. This being good and bad, like, I think if I was watching it with someone else, I would, it would take away from it because I'd be so worried about if they were, like, doing okay or not. Yeah. And this, I was just able to, like fall into it and like just worry about am i doing okay or not sort of thing. Just checking the yeah.
0: pulse every so often.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah.
0: you ever feel weird watching a movie by yourself?
1: Um when it's stuff like this I do. Okay. Because it's like I like I and I don't know. I really started to feel like am i a sick person when I was watching yes. this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You are. jury's um, out. <laughs> okay. Um well, speaking of Alex Ross Perry, mm-hmm. but not really talking about him, but sort of talking about him. Okay. Oh, you watched Her Small, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I rewatched Her Small. Okay,
0: that's not what I was alluding oh. <laughs> to. Uh, but we can talk about that if you want.
1: Okay, well, you go first.
0: Okay, uh, I watched Black Bear.
1: Mm. What's the connection?
0: It's Queen of Earth.
1: Oh, I see. Okay.
0: How is there the subgenre of just people being awful to each other in like lakeside cabins? Like how is this a thing that people are interested in? I hated this movie. Black Bear sucks, dude.
1: (laughs) I like subgenre of terrible people being it's unwatchable.
0: It's terrible. Like it seems well, the thing that disappointed me the most is like there there's the sense that this movie is like very experimental and meta right it's mm-hmm. like in the posters are like whoa fractals it's like the least interesting variation of that i could possibly think of where it's just like Brem.
1: oh see i that i completely disagree with like a i think framing it i think in general like movies about move or like making movies And I think that framing is way more interesting than like, I'm trying to think of what the alternative. I feel like the alternative is just like, oh, what's this from another person's like vantage point or something? I don't know.
0: Well, I like movies like Ed Wood is an awesome movie about making movies. But it's not just like, and then it turns out there's a crew there. Like, I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. I mean, I was so put off by the first, you know, half of this movie where it's just like people having the worst possible conversations <laughs> with each other and just being like, maybe you shouldn't be drinking so much. What if I am drinking so much? It's just like, I hate this. I This is the situation I would actively avoid in real life. Why am I spending my time watching other people go through it?
1: I was <sighs> thinking about that, like when I was watching her smell, cause then I was thinking about queen of earth and like yep. why it is or isn't enjoyable. Right. And I think to me, part of why it's enjoyable is because like I do actively avoid all of these types of people in real life. <laughs> so it's just like a fun right space now. to inhabit without having to actually engage with it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I think her Smell* is an incredible movie, but, uh, it doesn't give me those vibes at all. It just seems so much more purposeful in that movie, I think. And they, re, they allow the characters to kind of grow. and
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I don't get that out of Black Bear or Queen of Earth. It just, It's just like...
1: I mean, Black Bear
0: is so frustrating because it's just like that arc happens and then it's just like a, you know, like a hammer comes down and it's like, here's the next... We're going to do this again, you know? And it's like okay, but I don't care. And I mean, it basically is what you were talking about where it's just like, here's the same thing from a different perspective. Yeah. It's not exactly that. There's some other stuff going on, but it didn't, I really wanted to like this movie. I guess that's what I'm (laughs) saying. And in like five minutes in, I was like, Oh no.
1: Yeah. Do you think if it was with a different set of characters, you would have liked the concept?
0: No, I don't. I don't like the concept. Okay. In, in total. Uh, and I think the ending is really like cheesy and pat. Just like, is that her camera. sitting
1: on the dock?
0: Uh, it's her sitting down at the table, and then she like looks at the camera, and then credits.
1: Oh, int- I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, she sits on the dock a lot, though.
1: Yeah, I like her. I mean, I love every plaza. She's good. Yeah.
0: I mean, Elizabeth Moss is good. It it doesn't Yeah. It can't, it can't make me like these movies though. I don't know. These movies this new <laughs> genre I've created, you know.
1: It kind of is a genre. Like it's like, you know, wealthy white people being bitter towards one another. it! <laughs> why yeah. would anyone watch that? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have some pomegranate seeds while we contemplate
0: that. <laughs> oh, I will go up to my uh, summer home. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a big fan of black bear. Cara, what else is going on? Alex Ross Perry.
1: Yeah, I'll talk about her smell. Um, Please, I like have been meaning to rewatch this since the day I saw it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, it's I love it. Um, but it's also like it's in the category. I've been like making this private list on Letterboxd of movies that like ruin my emotional state and this is one of them and i feel like you just have to like you know there's certain movies that you have to be in a very specific mood for can i get a taste of
0: some of the other selections on this private list
1: um mommy columbus
0: okay these are just your favorite movies
1: no because like uh, burning is a favorite movie and that doesn't make me feel this level
0: that would be like my prime example of what you're talking about
1: Oh no, I'm. I guess I'm mostly talking about movies that make me cry a lot.
0: Oh, that's no movies um, for me. <laughs> but uh, Burning put me in like a funk for a while afterward. That is such a cool yeah, movie. I really that is would such a good movie. Like to watch that again. But anyway, sorry. And that,
1: and that also does require a specific emotional state. It's just that yeah. emotional state is less rare, I guess, than well, like sp- oh, I'm gonna sit down to like emotional warfare for yeah. two hours or whatever.
0: For me, it was less of an emotion. I mean, there's a lot of emotion in that movie, but it was more of just like this kind of like dream. Yeah. No movie, I think, has captured that kind of like dreamy, like kind of like disassociated from (laughs) itself feel as *Burning Dead*. But anyway, sorry. I would
1: agree. Um, Yeah. So I was in the mood to finally watch it, and I got the Blu-ray, and I was very excited. And I turned on the commentary and like, oh nice! I I don't know. I was torn. I oh. immediately switched off because I was like, I just want. It had been like, I don't know, yeah, two you just or three want to years. Watch the so movie. I kind of just wanted to watch the movie again. But yeah. hopefully, I'll watch the commentary soon. Sure. For the most recent um, Blu-ray, they brought uh, Moss in, so it's oh, Alex nice. Ross Perry and Moss. So I'm very excited to listen to that. But
0: that's who you would want, right?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I I just think this movie is wonderful. There's not, like, too much more to say about it, again, other than, like, it completely holds up on rewatch and also super holds up at home. The first time I saw yep. this, I saw it in theaters. I thought, oh, like, the man. sound mixing and stuff was so freaking cool. Yeah. Like, the constant drumming (laughs) the drumming and like the especially in the first act when you're in like the green room space and you hear what is essentially like the sounds of someone practicing to be on stage but made into like a score and it's like oh this is like the coolest thing ever (laughs) um and like all of the same scenes that i remember being spectacular like her and her daughter at the piano Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Um, when the younger, like, versions of them come to the recording studio and, like, the tension in that scene, like, all of it was excellent again. And I think, um, the one thing that, like, really stood out again, maybe even more this time, was the woman who plays, uh, the, like, you know, the tall, dark-haired bandmate, do you know who I'm talking about, who comes to visit Mm -hmm. her at the house? Mm -hmm. I just think she's, like that's like one of my favorite performances i think she is so warm and like special in that movie and is maybe it's like the perfect antidote to everything that moss is uh yeah. putting forth which is like acidic and scary and <laughs> blah blah blah. Hurricane, blah, blah. Right? yeah um and i looked up, and she's like hardly in anything still um yep. i know she's a model too but i just kind of wish she was in more movies yeah um yeah that's about it for her spell.
0: That's such a good movie.
1: It is such a good movie.
0: There was, yeah, I just, like, Burning and that movie are kind of connected in my mind, and I don't know why. I Because they, like, I watched them, I think, within some sort of span of time. Oh. And they're both, like, long, kind of, like, meandering movies mm-hmm. that are very, they stick with you in a big way.
1: And, like, and with really specific moments that stand out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Like, there's parts of Burning I don't even remember, I'm sure, where it's just, like, I don't know. I'm driving happens? around <laughs> yeah. for an hour. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, what? It's like a new pressing of a Blu-ray, or what, what yeah, is for
1: like? oh gosh, what's the name? Oh, uh, vinegar syndrome is that oh, it? Nice. Um, yeah, they Alex Ross Perry and them like work together to release, um, like a special edition and a special special edition. I opted <laughs> for the one special. Right. So he it did, like, a, there's a bunch of new features and everything. I don't know. It
0: doesn't come with, like, a lock of Elizabeth Moss's hair.
1: I, <laughs> I wish. Oh. Yeah. If only. Oh, Lizzie.
0: Well, speaking of great movies, I watched Free Jack because Carly recommended Free Jack to me. Which Free one Jack is? was ter- terrible. Free Jack. That's one with Emilio, Emilio Estevez, and he's an F1 driver, and then he <laughs> was transported to the future <laughs> by <right>. Mick Jagger <laughs> so that they can steal his body <laughs> in the future. Uh, those really bad cartoons for uh <laughs> tipping me off to that wonderful film
1: uh, was there anything redeeming about it
0: no it was terrible <laughs> it, honestly it's just like it's like time cop but like way worse
1: mm. like no about vision right.
0: to it Mick jagger is not a good actor uh
1: yeah
0: yeah okay that was my movie <laughs> 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 give me another one of yours um gone baby gone Casey Affleck plays a detective in something,
1: something. Oh, okay. I
0: actually love... Well, Love is Strong, but I really, really liked this movie. Ooh. Um, it is very much like Mystic River, except Mystic River sucks, and yeah.
1: this movie did not. Okay. You haven't seen? No.
0: Okay, there's a really interesting, I think, kind of moral quandary at the end of this movie. Ooh. That, uh It's not a plot twist, which is why I like it. It's not like... You didn't see this coming. It's like this character needs to make a choice and then they show the ramifications of that choice, but it's not... To me, it's not entirely clear whether he made the right choice or not.
1: Ooh!
0: I, I lean one way, but I understand both sides of the issue and it's, it's interesting. Um, I think it's kind of messy in parts. Some of the storytelling is kind of messy, but it has this very kind of unflinching look at like... Working class Massachusetts, and how yeah. awful that is, and uh, it, it's so much like Mr. River. It's crazy, but uh, I think it's a lot more successful in like capturing that that place. Mr. River is what Boston. Mm, yep, and this is like outside of Boston, I believe. Okay, um, and just uh, good like dialogue. Casey Affleck's in it, so that's a factor. <laughs> Uh,
1: really good cast though
0: yeah yeah Ed Harris is really good in it Uh, and just very like it has this really seedy feel to it and then there's just like these eruptions of violence that are really effective I think and it's otherwise it's just this kind of like gritty missing child detective case Mm -hmm. that kind of goes on and it's uh, I had a good time with it I didn't know what to expect I guess yeah I don't know Ben Affleck I guess can direct Movies or something? Yeah, good for him. Carly.
1: Well, I just want to touch on something Ben Affleck related. Um, yeah, when Deep Water comes out.
0: What is Deep Water?
1: That's the Anadarma Ben oh, Affleck movie.
0: There was a we uh we were having dinner and sometimes we watch movie trailers while we. <laughs> oh, eat you
1: watched that? Tra-
0: <laughs> and that trailer came on, and I think we both just kind of tried to avoid focusing on it at all. Yeah. What is going on?
1: Well, I can't say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. What's going on is what you think is going on. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Um. But for the release of that movie, we're gonna have a Boston food night in honor of Ben Affleck, and I'm really Aww. excited. Yeah. Probably so gonna get some Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and beans. And beans. <laughs> you gotta get beans,
1: dude. Yeah. So that should be good. Okay. Um, I also, I'll just get all my horror ones out of the way, I guess. Please. I watched Paranormal Activity... Seven. Some <laughs> Ghost Dimension. Something.
0: With the, with the, the wall door hallway.
1: Yeah, with that. Okay. Um, okay, so I watched, yes, I watched Paranormal Activity, Paranormal Activity, Ghost Dimension. Um,
0: Great title. Like
1: earlier in the week. Oh, when I was when I end up watching Don't Breathe 2, I was thinking about watching um, one of these. And like, it's that sort of thing where I've heard so many different opinions about which ones are the good ones. Right. And I just got frustrated about like, ugh, just tell me what the actually good one is or something. So I didn't end up watching it then, but watched it at a later date. Um, And this was like super, super fun. Like, uh, it was scary. I guess like this one is sort of known for being the one that shows what's going on which you know i can either enjoy more or less i think in this way i enjoyed it a lot more what do you Um,
0: how how do you mean so like normally
1: with paranormal activity you're just watching like sheets get moved around i guess (laughs) (laughs) like to really break it down and this one is like i i think the concept of this movie is really cool so these people move into a house of course of course um and they find an old camera okay that, this is that
0: ethan hawk movie
1: no but gosh that movie's scary
0: okay
1: <laughs> um, they find an old camera that like when they turn it on they can it, it like it shows the ghost dimension so it shows like these little like <laughs> particles moving in the air and stuff and then like they'll compare it to looking at the digital camera and like you can't see anything with the digital camera and what's heck can i spoil the movie?
0: I'm just picturing this scene where they have two cameras and they're like, "That's exactly what happens."
1: (laughs) Um, So there's like a you get like a clip early on of these two little girls in like the 80s or something um, who are like in this sort of weird cult um, with like this cult leader and an older woman, and one of the girls can like essentially channel to um to what we find out is our current world so there's this scene where this is so hard to explain but okay so there's this scene where the present day people are looking are are feeding are looking at the camera
0: (laughs) should i be like assembling like a primer like what like, I, the, know. Like I also goes. got okay. it wrong. So
1: uh, X that. So the, okay. they also find tapes X. in the present day of these little girls. So they start to figure okay. out what's going on. But okay. so they put the tapes in.
0: Tapes in.
1: They turn it on and they see these little girls talking. Okay. And the little girl who can see sort of the future is looking okay. at the exact moment that they're in.
0: Like in Spaceballs.
1: <laughs> yes, kind of.
0: <laughs> okay
1: but it's when so creepy like now? it's like the little girl is like oh it looks like they're watching they're watching oh, a tape of Carly, some sort
0: what are you about?
1: <laughs> okay yeah, it's just that um and, and the then like it, and then the last half hour of it sort of completely falls off for me but most That's of it's cool. pretty fun i had a really fun time i thought like especially the first hour is just like a pretty awesome um crappy horror movie, I don't know. That's all I want. Yeah.
0: Out of life, really.
1: Agreed. Okay.
0: Do you where in the series is this? Is this like the third one?
1: <sighs> Something like that, I don't know. Okay, cool. I've only seen the first one besides this, I think.
0: We yeah, we started the first one once and the oh, what was it was. I think I had just moved into the house, so we were like, "Oh, paranormal activity." <laughs> but then like my theater setup wasn't Set up, yeah. Uh, so it just like sounded terrible, and it was yeah. like we'll come back to this. No, we never did.
1: But we yeah. will. The first one is charming because it really has like it, it's just truly low budget. So it's like actors who like aren't very good at acting yeah. and all that good stuff.
0: I got kind of rough vibes. It was just like it. I I mean I'm I'm speaking backwards here, where it just reminded me of like all the ghost hunter shows now, where it's just like cheap digital handheld camera. Oh sure, like, yeah. What was that noise? <laughs> If you yeah. can hear us say something.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah. How about Those you? Those
0: seas are fun. They're the scariest because they don't exist.
1: Or do they?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Um we both watched Kimmy.
1: Ah uh, Kimmy. Okay. Kimmy's great. I loved Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy was awesome.
0: Terrible trailer, I feel like.
1: I don't remember watching the trailer.
0: Okay. I think it's expressed cut to you. I, well, it just, it made it look ridiculous where it's just like, okay, Kimmy.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Listening. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm listening. I'm
1: mm-hmm.
0: listening. That's kind of what it is. But I had a hoot and a holler with Kimmy. Steven Soderbergh's new thriller.
1: I just think like, I, I've seen this observation a lot of different places. Like it's, this is not my original thought, but he like Is so much better at incorporating things that Mm. like could be really corny and overdone in like fun and interesting ways so like he obviously does the like alexa sort of thing he talks about or like incorporates the fact that like we're in a pandemic but it's not about that and like we don't need to dwell on that like he's i don't know he's just so smart and like I think there's a lot of really interesting ideas and emotions and like examination of, uh, like sexual assault crimes. Yes. That is just done in such a more thoughtful way than like the vast majorities of vast majority of movies that we get like this.
0: I agree. I mean, there's a lot going on, but also this movie's 90 minutes, which is the perfect length for a movie to be, as I've said before. It, uh, It's one of those movies where I wouldn't want anything added and I wouldn't want anything taken away from it. It's just like in and out.
1: Beautiful. Love this movie. And I think like both Zoe Kravitz's performance and the character are super interesting and like very well thought out. Like the I think the fun best scene is the one towards the end in the apartment. Yes. And then, like yes. the not fun best scene not is all of the stuff scene? that happens in uh the office when she's That's talking so to Rita rough. Wilson.
0: It's so believable
1: it's so- be- like and i like honestly, Zoe Kravitz just amazed me like her yeah. tone when she's talking to Rita Wilson, which is like she's so aware of how she's being manipulated and is so not tolerating it, and like is assertive and like doing everything she can to like make this end up okay and obviously yeah. like a lot of stuff gets in the way but it just like it gives her so much more like power and we trust her so much more than i feel like a lot of filmmakers build into characters in situations like this and like it yeah. just it felt like it, i don't know it it just like felt like a real person more than yeah. a lot of movies that contemplate similar things
0: Definitely. I mean, it's a, it, this is very much a series of tropes, but I feel like they're all very much more naturalistic than you would expect
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this type of movie. Um, yeah. Speaking of tropes, anytime someone is like listening to audio and then they have to like start twiddling bobs and yep. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Give me a whole movie of that. And like
1: bringing out the sound equipment mm-hmm. and everything is mm-hmm. so fun. Her Romanian guy is awesome. Like it's cool. just like a perfectly constructed movie in tone and
0: and style. I think. And style
1: like, is so cool. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like I love whenever she puts the headphones on and it's just like,
1: "Yep, the sound design is so cool." Awesome. Yeah.
0: And I one of my favorite parts was when she does leave her apartment and just the camera work and that is so good at portraying what that means to her and, like, the emotions of it and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just... it. it I don't know. I, it's, I think Soderbergh's pretty good at making yeah. movies, I guess is my point.
1: I also think, like, I, I I'm not... I can't, I guess, like, say how valid any of this is, but, like, clearly her character has some, like, mental health struggles and, like, yep. we're given, quote-unquote, like, reasons for that and also, like, I think... I just love how like complex it is and how we aren't given like a label for what's going on or like, a, right. you know, it all amounts to this one issue or something. It's just like this is a woman who's struggling and it's clearly a really difficult time to struggle in this way. And I think it's portrayed really well without making it like, I don't know what's the right word, like taking advantage of it or something like it yeah. all just feels like true to this character.
0: Yes. Yes. And she gets a nail gun.
1: Yeah, which is awesome.
0: Which is awesome.
1: Yeah. And the, yeah. Like, the guy, I, like, yeah, I think just, I don't know, I super fun movie. Loved it. Great.
0: That whole last uh, chunk is so much fun. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there.
1: Yeah. I would totally rewatch this, like, now. Like, I, yeah. I do I could watch yeah. this movie a million times.
0: I really think it helps that it's so short where it's mm-hmm. just, like, Absolutely. Streamlined. Yeah. I watched a different Soderbergh.
1: What's that? Contagion. Oh, that's right. Had you never seen this before? No, ma'am. Ooh.
0: I was shocked by your star rating of this film. I don't remember. What is it?
1: Like three stars. Okay, so I'm finding something out about myself. Okay. (laughs) Which is, I think when I got Letterboxd, almost all of my ratings are deflated. (laughs) From when I was logging everything (laughs) off the bat because I was like... I was put, I, you know, like now it's like anything that I like a good amount, it's four stars. Right. And then it was like, well, I need a bell curve. So everything was made to be a bell curve.
0: I think the opposite problem has occurred, but I, yeah, I think you're inflating your scores. I don't think they were deflated before.
1: Yeah, that might be, but that feels like it, that absolutely is not a three-star movie.
0: No, I, lo- I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think Kimmy's a better movie to just because they're by the same creator to compare them, but... Um I mean beyond just isn't it crazy how much of this they got right? Yeah. There's just I could just watch Soderbergh make a movie about anything, I think. I just mm-hmm. love the way he frames shots and the way his camera moves and the characters he creates and it's just I don't know, it's just I I'm just glued to the screen whenever I watch one of his movies, it feels like. Except for Ocean's 13, which is bad.
1: It's fine. It's
0: fine, but it's not (laughs) up to the quality of his other work. I don't know. Um, Great soundtrack in Contagion, I thought.
1: Ooh, I don't remember. What's in there?
0: It's very, uh, like, post-social network
1: kind of stuff. But I thought it worked
0: really, really well for just, like, the constant, like, the freight train, you know, constant momentum going Mm -hmm. on. And I love spoilers, uh just how quickly they kill people off in that. Yeah in Contagion. It's really uh, it's- jarring. And other people. Yeah. Uh really effective at just kind of like like this has to keep moving, but Oh, and Jude Law is like the
1: Yes. Oh man. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Contagion's really cool.
1: It's so crazy because I feel like a lot of my favorite filmmakers, I can sort of chalk up their great attributes to one area or something yeah like uh, fincher is precise and like uh, i don't know why i like scorsese's editing and stuff like there's like certain things with it. soderbergh it feels like it's just all of it like it's yeah. everything you just mentioned and like the fact that his characters always feel interesting it's crazy how often he's talking about topics in a more intelligent and uh like almost seen the future way like you're just like he i just i don't know how he does all of it like all of it comes together to make a great movie
0: was good at selling it to the audience i think yeah that's true he doesn't get hung up on stuff and i also think i don't know if this is like ageist or something but he feels like a young filmmaker even now Mm. where he's like trying things and he's like it feels like he has a vision and he's he doesn't It doesn't feel like he's like trying to reclaim anything or like he's fallen into a certain style or something. It's just like, like Kimmy feels like it could have been someone's first movie. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good quality, I think.
1: It is a good quality. And maybe that's, like, why he's so good is because... I, I mean, that is why he's so good, because there's not one thing, but he also doesn't feel locked down to one thing. Yeah. And I think, he, like, he's one of our more prolific guys, right? Like, he's just throwing oh, yeah. out movies left and right. And it's like, you know... Quidby.
0: Qu- qu- Quidby. <laughs> yeah, Quidby. Qu- be <laughs> Quick Bites? Right, right.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, it does give him more freedom and stuff. And, like, maybe yeah. that's good instead of, you know, the pressure of, oh, 10 years have gone by and this is my... Right, Making Opus or whatever. Of course,
0: he has to make another three-hour movie about gangsters because that's Can't what people wait. apparently want. <sighs> All right, what else is going on?
1: Um, speaking of movies about gangsters, I watched Reservoir Dogs for the first time. Nice. Yeah, like I, I don't. That's one of those where it's just so weird because I know that movie is so important yeah. and like it is a good movie. It's fine, you. Yeah. I just don't like the one thing that like super super stood out to me that I thought was like exciting and so different and like even different than things in uh tarantino's other movies is uh tim roth's performance like and i'm sure that's like the big thing that stands out about the movie to like everybody but from from the moment that he's shot and he's like crying like a baby and like that's so different than like how any other man acts when he's shot in a movie it was (laughs) like And he, like, goes on for the rest of the movie like that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I loved him. I loved his character. I thought that was so interesting and so cool uh, and, like, worthwhile for just that. But that's kind of the only...
0: Hmm. I don't know. Talk about Madonna at the beginning. We love Madonna. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember much of Reservoir Dogs, to be honest with Car.
1: Yeah. There, I mean, it's like, it is cool to see, like, early stages of stuff that Tarantino does so well. Like, the music cues and everything. Um oh, yeah. That was yeah. very cool.
0: What's your favorite Tarantino?
1: I think it's got to be one of the Kill Bills. Thank you. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I don't know what else. I, I guess like Pulp Fiction, but.
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of love for Tarantino, I guess. Like, I, I can't imagine ever sitting down and watching like The Hateful Eight or whatever. It just seems like, why, why?
1: It's really interesting you say that. I almost did it because of Channing Tatum chatter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't let this chatter rule your life, Carly.
1: I love Channing doing? Tatum. I think he's yeah. excellent. That's fine. Yeah.
0: I got nothing against him. It wouldn't make me watch Hateful Eight, though. All yeah. three hours and 45 <laughs> minutes of it or whatever. That's true. Christ.
1: You just fast forward, like, the first hour and... You I don't that want time, to do it would be more fun. What are you
0: talking about? Well,
1: Jackie Brown is really great, too. I like Jackie oh, Brown a lot. I haven't seen. That one's good. Hmm. I liked
0: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was a fine film. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> what else is going on in the
1: um, I also, so I'm going through all the jackasses right now.
0: Of course.
1: Um. I've seen, I think, like two of them before. Uh, and then, obviously, Jackass Forever came out. I don't really need to talk about the old jackasses. They're fun. Um, Thank you. Jackass Forever was a really fun experience. I like it. I think it is cool, and I think it, like, is worth a lot of the weight that people are putting on it. Like, as a what have these people built, and I think the most interesting angle of it is that they're handing it off to, like, a new class of people. And, like, I think it makes for, like, sometimes weird tension and stuff where... People have commented that, like, the newbies are almost too game for everything. Like, Mm. they don't approach it with as much fear or trepidation. Well,
0: they're not 50, either.
1: They're not 50, and, like, I think one of the main reasons that people bring up that I don't agree with as much is, like, oh, it's the internet age, and, like, everyone's doing crazy stuff all the time. I'm sure that's, that's like, a percentage of it or something, but I think it is just they have so much... There's respect and like love for the jackass guy so like obviously like when johnny knoxville is there with you you want to do the cool thing and like prove to him that you're cool and like deserve to be there
0: you can't make a movie about people chickening out of stunts that wouldn't be
1: right so i just like and i think that makes it all the more interesting is like all these comedians grew up watching these movies and love them so so much and are so excited to be there and like it you know, it, I don't know. It's very interesting. And it's very sweet. Um, and there's like crazy, crazy, crazy stunts that they pull off. And, um, one of my favorite theater moments, maybe ever, like just very <laughs> sweet was there's this one stunt that, um, like at the beginning of it is just that this guy is like holding onto the edges of a hammock and they're like swinging him around, you know? So he goes like, Mm-hmm. All the way around, and there's like a 13 year old kid and his dad sitting in front of me, and the kid leans over to his dad and goes, "I've done that." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, um, I'm sure
0: it progresses from there, though.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, that's not the extent of it, okay. but yeah, I just I don't you know. I they're super fun movies. It's a good excuse to revisit and like see the ones I haven't seen. Um, and it's like kind of a perfect Friday night movie, which is often a tough thing to pick out. So
0: sure. That first one is the only one I've seen, but it has such a specific mood to it. Yes, I think I like saw it on like Comedy Central at like eleven o'clock at night. And it <laughs> just feels perfect. It has like that this really perfect. kind of like lonely in a way kind of feel yeah. to it. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it's really interesting. Melange,
1: and I think like I, I like there's such a progression to all of them. Right where like the first one is okay what they're like tv show got canceled so they get to make a movie or something or like it got picked up second one is like they're all like deep in addiction third one they're (laughs) sober fourth one they're 50 like it's just like all of it it. there's such a story through all of them and they care about each other so much which is so nice and yeah very fun movies glad to revisit
0: sure is bam margera in it
1: See, this is the problem. I get all of them screwed up, except for Knoxville oh, and. Um, right. Mm, God. Yeah, and I also get the two. Oh, gosh. There's one who passed away in a drunk driving accident. And there's Jesus. one guy who's done bad stuff and isn't in them anymore. I think there's Bam. Okay. So Bam is not in the most recent one then. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: I always <laughs> played as him in Tony Hawk's Pro Skate. Oh, serious? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: That sounds fun.
0: Do you know about... Will this be available soon to watch? I don't want to go to a theater.
1: I would assume so. I okay. I don't think it'll be theater exclusive for much longer.
0: Okay. I would very much like to see it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just so fun. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> of course it's fun, but it's so fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I have two fun movies I'd like to talk about, and then I will cede my
1: time. Okay.
0: But for, don't forget we have our segment at the end. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I signed up for Arrow...
1: What the heck?
0: Arrow is a subscription that is basically, as far as I can tell, kind of what the Criterion channel is, except for like Vinegar Syndrome stuff. Ooh! Or not, uh, maybe, well, you saying Her Smell got Vinegar Syndrome release kind of threw that off, because I guess I think of like what Sean B watches on Letterboxd. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think it's both. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of that. It's like old 80s cult horror movies. Ooh. So I watched Angel. What's that? Angels about a high school girl who is who moonlights as a prostitute. Oh,
1: <laughs> the cover of this one really. Yeah. Um,
0: this was actually a really good movie. I thought
1: ah. it's
0: very compassionate towards its characters, and it's totally not like full-on sleaze mode. Like I thought it would be gross and like skeevy, but it's it's actually very like heartfelt and. Like, very creative. It's really well shot. I don't know. I had a really good time with this movie. Um,
1: What genre would you put it in if you had to? It's like
0: a... I don't know. It's like a drama with, like, a... There's, like, a killer who's killing prostitutes.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But it's much more focused on, like, her family life, like, her personal life, and um her relationships with these kind of like offbeat characters on you know like the sunset strip or whatever hmm. really interesting and just like very like low budget so it's very like but not in a bad way like in a good way where it feels like handcrafted mm-hmm. um i don't know i was just really pleasantly surprised by the kind of the quality of it i also watched chopping mall
1: Ooh, which oh, I, I love the name did not care for at all <laughs> okay
0: um, and I've heard this is kind of like a classic of like 80s, like VHS cover type crap. Um, it's about robots in a mall. I don't okay. know. I've seen so many movies that kind of parody or like reference this exact kind of movie that like mm. ag- watching the actual thing isn't very interesting. Okay. It's just like teens in a mall and then they get killed one by <laughs> one, but the robot shoots a laser at this lady's. Had and it explodes. That's oh, awesome. it's kind of fun. There's like a lot of like gratuitous just like nudity for no reason. I like, I don't want to, f- <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, there are movies. <sighs> I had this worked out in my head okay, where it made sense. I don't have it now, but uh, I don't want to feel. Sometimes there are movies for teenagers that I really like because I can like tap into like that fun, like, you know. Like schlocky, like, oh, this is for teenagers, but it's fun. This yeah. is, like, teen- for teenagers, but it's, like, gross, where it's, like, oh, teenagers just watch this because there's boobs in it all the yeah,
1: time. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, but it's, like, 80 <laughs> minutes long, so. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Chopping Mall. I love yeah. the name. That's my review of Chopping Mall.
1: Me's <laughs> um, up. up.
0: <laughs> me's up. is that like a thing that people reference or is that just something you reference
1: it's something that like three people i follow on twitter <laughs> reference i love it yeah, it's, it's really so funny. funny uh we've now gotten up. into the habit of saying it when we're playing uh wingspan the board game oh, me's of course up.
0: <laughs> how is wingspan
1: wingspan is so fun oh really it's like fun board game. yeah it's like it it's One of, I feel like a lot of the like cool board games nowadays are way too competitive for me or something. Like, yeah. uh, It's just like rule
0: on rule on rule, and you got to be like, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't want to worry too much. Right. Wingspan is like, um, collect all these cool birds and then you get points at the end yeah it's basically
0: shoots the ladders but with birds
1: it's really really nice and the illustrations are pretty and all that good stuff
0: coots Um, and ladders
1: huh nothing okay um i watched mass which i was really trying to watch before we did our
0: with jim carrey no
1: which I was really trying to lunch before our twenty, um, twenty-one talks because it's mm-hmm. like I don't know, well-known. I don't have a ton to say about this movie. It's it, like extremely, extremely good, but it's also like extremely depressing. And I don't. There's not like a huge plot to it. Um, the the gist of it <laughs> You're
0: is so me on this movie. <laughs>
1: well, the gist of it is it's two parent or two groups of parents.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, who I know what
0: you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. One one of their kids was a school shooter and the other parents kids was a victim of said school shooter. And it's been like a number of years. We don't really know how many. I don't think um but they are finally in a place where they're like reconvening personally for the first time since this has happened. Um, and it's, it's just like an hour and a half or something of them in a small church basement having a conversation and like trying to figure out what both of them want, what both groups want out of the conversation and how they can get there. Um, and it's just like beautifully acted and harrowing and interesting. And like, I, I, I can't say enough good stuff about it. I mostly wanted to talk about it because there's like this general, I, like there's this criticism of movies like this that I totally don't get at all okay. which is the this should have been a play criticism I just don't get it like why Ugh. is that bad I like it that's a bad thing if it's not interesting as a movie but yeah. I have no problem with four people sitting in a room and talking for an hour and a half if it's interesting like I just Yeah. I I truly don't get that and also like no one goes to plays unless like you're like rich Stupid. in three cities. I, mean, I like I don't oh, okay. I like that's just that's not accessible to most people. I don't well, I,
0: I usually hear about it the reverse where it's
1: like you can tell this was a play
0: that got turned into a movie.
1: I would lump that in with the same thing where it's just okay. like I don't care. Like why yep. is that uh, pff, I don't know. I yep. like that's I I I can't understand why that matters to anyone.
0: I don't know if it matters but you can feel it.
1: Yeah, totally because yeah, it is it's it's they're just in a room. This would be easy right. to have as a play and like right. maybe it should be or or it could also be, but that also doesn't mean it shouldn't be a movie.
0: No, I agree with you. No. Hmm. But now I'm I don't that. want to watch it cuz it was a play. <laughs> yeah, it
1: is, it's it's very 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 good and like uh, I I won't give it away, but like it's a pretty you know, you're like going in a path that's Pretty expected. Um, and then there's like a big surprise at the end. Uh (laughs) like surprise surprise probably isn't the right word. There's a like a shocking moment at the end that I did not see coming at all and like almost played like a horror movie to me in a weird way, where it's just like oh my god, this is like we're going here now. Um, and it like sort of transformed my view of the movie and the characters, which I think it was meant to, and was just like if if i had watched this before uh 2021 sprockies i would have put that in best scene huh
0: yeah But then you would have spoiled it for a bit
1: i know it would have been really tough yeah yeah Yeah. Hmm. um the only other one i think i want to talk about is i saw compartment number six Uh, please
0: now i get this confused in my mind having seen neither of them with the one you didn't like about the epstein apartments or whatever (laughs) The that was scary.
1: Sc- scary on 61st or something.
0: And what is this one?
1: Compartment number 6. Okay, sure. They couldn't be more different movies overall. Okay, good. Um this is like you know, a uh, small indie foreign film um Okay. And we just went to see it. Oh, there's a
0: platform and the people are and then the food <laughs> starts I was at Just the top. thinking
1: about that movie. That's such a bad movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So this is about a um, young Finnish woman who uh, has sort of an interesting life. Uh, she's a college student studying like archaeology and sh- sort of like does a sort of random trip to some small town in Russia to see um, like these cave drawings. Um and she was originally supposed to go with her girlfriend who, like, they have sort of a complex relationship. Girlfriend dropped out. So she's stuck on this, like, Russian train with this, like, maybe very st- stereotypical Russian guy, like shaved head, yeah, yeah, leather yeah. jacket, drinking a ton, pretty gruff. Um But, like, in the most sort of expected way possible they develop like a really interesting relationship over the course of their train ride um because they are forced to like she tries to leave the train car after some like not so great things happen um and she can't and like everyone is mean in like again a stereotypical russian way to her um and then so like all of this is happening on the train car and it's got like this really interesting mood and the conversations are really interesting and these are two completely different people and then you get the part where they go to the cave drawings and it's Mm. like it's it's so cool it's like cool because they are two people in, like, seemingly the coldest weather I've ever seen. Like, it's yeah. like this... I, 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 I've I just never seen anything quite like it where there's no way this wasn't filmed. I don't know exactly where it was filmed, but it was filmed somewhere extremely cold yeah. in the middle of a winter storm. Like, their hands... They're not wearing gloves for part of it, and, like, their hands are, like, beet red, and you can tell they're just yeah. so freezing. But they're also having, like, these wonderful moments together. But <laughs> it's like... I, like the last chunk of this is just like a really beautiful and lovely and heartwarming. Um, I don't know. I like really, really like this movie. I would highly, highly recommend it. If you just want like sort of a cozy movie for two hours or something. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Hmm. What's the name? One more time. Compartment number six.
0: Not a great title. of falls okay. out of my head. And
1: that's okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, <laughs> Not the segment I was alluding to, but what do you think of this Oscar junk, dude?
1: It's so stupid. This is so stupid. I don't like... I have a bone to pick with, like, everyone, which is just, like... (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like this narrative that's been pushed of, like, how do we fix the Oscars? Like, we don't. We just do what we've always done. We like it because it's broken. I like it because it's just what it is. Like I don't yeah. want it to change and like and now people are I think like more public on the opinion of doing this BS isn't going to get new people to watch it. All it's going to do is alienate the people already watching it and like yeah. we just have to let go of that and we have to accept <laughs> that like TV broadcasting is different now. People watch crap on YouTube the next day instead of live and that's fine and you'll make money off of it and like Oh, my God. It's like, I know it's stupid to care about this, but this is like the only thing I have.
0: If you could erase the Oscars from your mind. Uh-huh. And then I was like, Carly, we're going to do this once a year award show where we're going to mm-hmm. celebrate movies. And we're going to hand out awards to certain movies. What would that look like to you?
1: Uh, do other award shows exist in this universe?
0: Let's say no.
1: Then it's really hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I would just want it to, okay, like I I guess I'm just going to name my like platonic ideal of what this would be is sure. no, no stupid stuff.
0: Okay, I like it so far.
1: There's a category. Okay. They show the clips of the movies.
0: Okay, this is sounding like the Oscars.
1: They announce who won. Okay. And the winner gets to make a speech of whatever okay. length they decide. But that's then all it I just, want.
0: It becomes C-SPAN at some point. You're just getting filibusters up.
1: <laughs> like, okay, maybe not as long as they want. Okay. Five minute max.
0: I think, uh, yeah. I I think if you gave people unlimited time, it would become screeds. It would just become like <laughs> people venting about the production or something.
1: Uh, which might be kind of awesome, but yeah, sure. I like. I just I don't need. I mean, I don't mind like the silly dance numbers because that's kind of hilarious and awesome. Um and like other stupid stuff about it oh and i want people to wear nice clothes so i just want like the oscars 15 years ago i guess do you yeah i think so Okay,
0: (laughs) i don't know if i do so billy crystal hosts
1: Um, hugh jackman hosts hugh jackman hosts thank you yeah uh
0: i really think they should just get rid of these categories if they're not gonna focus on them
1: But they don't want to do that because they want to still tout that they care about this stuff, which like maybe they do, but mostly they care about ratings.
0: The one that trips me up is animated short. They need to get rid of animated short because no one can watch this. These nominated films. No one wants to watch these nominated films. What is the point of animated short? Drives me crazy. Get rid of it. Nobody I think cares. I
1: shorts, I guess I don't know how true this is for animated shorts versus other shorts. But like, I think a lot of the times the shorts and therefore the like winners and even nominees are a huge launching point for people's careers.
0: Oh, okay. They need to redefine the criteria for nomination then. What do you mean? The the animated shorts that get nominated are very specific in the way they are released and the kind of pipeline, you know, of creation. There are people on YouTube doing animated shorts that are of the same quality as these movies coming out, but people actually watch them. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand uh, this category at all. It's nonsense.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess I don't like it, it. That would probably be the category I care about the least. But I also still don't. I you know, like, I, the speeches are so nice. Like, I just want to see, like, the happy people be excited about uh, whatever they did. Well, I it's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> but I think, it, like, as people point out, mm-hmm. they've done this before. They've threatened this before. And then everyone's like, yeah. why would you do this? And then they're like, oh, just kidding. And they try it again next year and see if people are as <laughs> outraged as they were last time.
0: Here's a thing, car. I'm going to watch the Oscars no matter what.
1: Yeah, but I just, I would rather watch them and see more of people being happy about the award they won than whatever we're going to get instead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, uh I, the, I've seen a lot of people kind of, quote this as like a major problem with the oscars but like i have no connection to most of these movies like it doesn't if if there was something i could root for then sure
1: i don't think that i mean like maybe for the shorts but like editing and score are major categories that like people do feasibly care about
0: it's so disconnected from you and i watch a lot of movies Mm mm-hmm I haven't, I can't watch some of these movies. Like, it's so disconnected from my experience as someone who watches a lot of movies that it just feels, it doesn't feel elitist, but it just feels like it's, like, off in its own little world. And, like, why all the criteria is so strangely specific and weird and the timing of it is all weird and it changes all the time. And, like, it feels like the the attention given to certain awards just kind of shifts, you know, for no reason. And it's just, like, it's such a mess and I love it. And I love that movies can have this moment, but, uh, like, yeah, if they're trying to, like, make this more palatable to the average person, I don't think this is the way to do it. Because you're just taking away from something that isn't palatable to begin with.
1: Yeah, I just, like, I I think every point you mentioned is exactly right. And I just think, like, eliminating eliminating like the point of the award show is not the fix like the fix is like figuring out criteria and distribution models and like all of that stuff it's not uh, we're not going to take three minutes to talk about score like i just i can't i i I don't get it i think it's so weird and silly and bad
0: yeah but i think i just don't think you can figure out that criteria like i just don't think it makes any sense to do I mean, we just came off of uh, (laughs) a yearly awards thing, but uh, trying to make that make any kind of sense just doesn't work. So you're always just going to have these weird hangers on, or like Nomad of Land won a year ago, but it came out. uh, I don't know. That's,
1: that's Uh, yeah. I I, like to be honest, I don't think that gets fixed. I don't think they're motivated to fix it, nor is there a good solution. So, like, i don't think that's the direction we're going in i i i, I don't think m- more people are gonna watch it for any reason that the academy is responsible for um yeah. like i honestly think if they had gotten zendaya to host it then maybe more people would watch it but like that's the only thing i can think of hmm. i don't know
0: what if what if they didn't give awards
1: no i like awards
0: okay that was my idea <laughs> What if it was just like a celebration of the year in film? And I wouldn't like,
1: mind. I would still watch yeah. that, but I like awards a lot.
0: Okay. Yeah. Even though they're frustrating and I always lose at guessing what will win, but that's fine.
1: Yeah. The, I This year is kind of fun. Uh, we were doing like our initial guesses. Mm-hmm. Way less clear than other years, which is more fun. God, I wish
0: Spencer was nominated though. Dude. I know.
1: It's so crazy that it's not, but we got case two <sighs> and she'll never win and blah, blah, blah.
0: If Dune wins, I walk.
1: Dune doesn't win. Okay, thank you. Yeah.
0: Are you ready for the segment card? Yep. It's a new year.
1: It's a new year.
0: And that's right. It's time to return to upcoming films. (laughs) February twenty fifth, Serrano. From our guy?
1: From our guy?
0: From our guy. Really? Alex Ross Perry or whatever his (laughs) name is. You got it.
1: Alex Serrano. Traeger? Is that it? What's the name? Neg- <laughs>
0: Traeger. No, I don't think so. Those are the uh, smokers and grills sold yeah. at Ace Hardware. Yeah. A man oh! ahead of his time. You got it. Can you Bergerath. like tell me the
1: link or whatever? Because I want to look at this too. I miss this guy.
0: Um, I can share this with you. Thank you. I just made a spreadsheet.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Um,
0: but I can give it to you. I'm wow. Gonna, you're what a huge
1: day it. for us.
0: I know. I uh I was looking forward to this and I think it's really paying off. I'm going <laughs> to post it in the chat. Okay. Uh okay. Serrano, February 25th, wide release, starring Peter Dinklage, Haley Bennett, and Kelvin Harrison Jr. A man ahead of his time, Serrano de Bergerac, dazzles, whether with ferocious wordplay at a verbal joust or with brilliant joust. swordplay in a joust. <laughs> but, but convinced that his appearance renders him unworthy of the love of a devoted friend, the luminous Roxanne. Serrano has yet to declare his feelings for her. And Roxanne has fallen in love at first sight with Christian. (laughs) I've heard a lot of positive buzz about Serrano.
1: Have you really? Yes. Interesting. I've seen the trailer 10,000 times because they're playing it before like every movie. That's what
0: I'm saying, dude.
1: I don't know that it looks particularly good to me. Okay. Me either. (laughs) Speaking of which, Studio
0: 666. This is the uh, Foo Fighters film. Oh. Wide release in Studio 666, the legendary (laughs) rock band Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters are kind of like um, Dave Grohl of Nirvana, you see. Are you with me so far? And then uh, after that band, and then Foo Fighters and Monkey Wrench. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Is someone getting the best, the best, the best? So I
1: googled it and it says horror Mm-hmm. Is that true?
0: Um, it's a horribly fun movie. Okay. The legendary rock band Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grizzly bear rock and roll history to record their <laughs> much anticipated 10th <laughs> album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band. Okay. Uh, I was aware of this film. Uh, it's, it seems like a train wreck, but it stars Dave Grohl of the Food Fighters.
1: And Gemma Ortega, who mm. is having, like, maybe the best year of any actor or actress.
0: But it's only February. Yeah. What what uh, what else? She's what?
1: the main lady in Scream. Oh, nice. Yeah. And in uh, The Fallout and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. other stuff. Okay. Yesterday. Oh, okay. Which was last year.
0: Right. But. Winner of best, worst kids movie, except yeah. I didn't end up watching. <laughs> Big Gold Brick is also coming out February 25th. Ooh. Big Gold Brick recounts the story of fledgling writer Samuel Liston and his experiences with. <laughs> Floyd Devereaux, <laughs> the enigmatic middle aged father of. I wish to someday become an enigmatic middle aged father of two. <laughs> who enlists Samuel to write his biography. But the circumstances that lead up to this arrangement in the first place are quite astonishing. And efforts to write the biography are quickly stymied by ensuing chaos in the starkly comedic genre-bending film starring Andy Garcia, Emery Cohen, Megan Fox, Lucy Hale, and Oscar Isaac.
1: How'd they get Oscar Isaac?
0: How'd they get Andy Garcia? I don't know. Theaters and VOD.
1: Ah, God, I miss these designations. Yeah. VOD.
0: Butter. A lonely, obese teenager everyone calls Butter is about to make history. Can I finish? Yeah. He is going to eat himself to death.
1: No. Can I finish? I guess.
0: Live on the internet. Internet capitalized. And everyone is invited to watch. When he first makes the announcement, online to his classmates, Butter expects pity, insults, and possibly sheer indifference. What he gets, that's what you're giving this movie right now, what he gets are morbid cheerleaders rallying around his deadly plan. That sentence doesn't make any sense to me. Yet as their dark encouragement grows, it begins to feel a lot like popularity. And that feels good.
1: I don't know about this <laughs> but what one. What
0: happens when Butter reaches his suicide deadline? Jesus Can he live with Christ. the fu-
1: Can I finish,
0: please? Yeah. Can he live with the fallout if he fallout? If he doesn't go through with his plans, starring Alex Christing, Mira Sorvino, and Miguel D. Williamson. Theaters. No. We're almost done, Carr. Okay. The Burning Sea <laughs> Okay. Theaters and VOD. On Christmas Eve... These are all coming out February 25th. On Christmas Eve 1969, the Norwegian government announces something that will change Norway forever. One of the world's largest offshore oil discoveries is a fact! (laughs) Is that it? Ecofisk becomes the start of an unprecedented financial adventure. 50 years of experience has given us many answers. This one seems kind of like I'm having trouble reading it, but we might have yet <laughs> to fully understand the consequences of our operations at sea. Will the adventure last or have we created one of the largest mass destruction weapons in the world?
1: Okay. I
0: really like reading these. This stars Christine Kujat Thorpe, Henrik Bjelland, and Rolf Christian Larson.
1: I, I mean, that doesn't sound like the worst one out of all of them. Okay.
0: Well, let's get to The Desperate Hour, <laughs> <laughs> starring Naomi Watts.
1: Ooh, uh, okay. Our boy
0: Alex was throwing some, uh, some shade at this movie in the description, but this is from a separate site. Oh, really? Yes. Recently widowed mother Amy Carr, Carr with two R's, Carr, Ooh. is doing her best to restore normalcy to the lives of her young daughter and teenage son in their small town. As she's on a jog in the woods, she finds her town thrown into chaos as a shooting takes place at her son's school. Mm, miles Jesus. away. Miles away, on foot in the dense forest, Amy desperately races against time to save her son. So I think the concept here is it's like happening in real time type of thing.
1: Yeah, I would love to watch Naomi Watts run through a forest for an hour. That okay, good. Well,
0: I don't think it's supposed to be very good, but you could do that if you wanted to. <laughs> Let me be me. Theaters and Vod. When the Westfall family learned that their six-year-old Kyle was on the autism spectrum, they mm-hmm. feared they might never develop a real connection to their child. Withdrawn and constantly wrapping himself in fabric and blankets, Kyle was retreating from the world around him, determined to find a way to connect. His parents embarked on an intense and radical journey, which involved compassionately joining Kyle in his unique behaviors. 20 years later, the entire family looks back at Kyle's journey with candor and humor.
1: Oh, this... Okay, this is a documentary, we should say.
0: This is a documentary.
1: Let Me Be Me reveals... Right? Um, yes. yes.
0: Reveals what happens when a boy who used fabric as his shield to hide himself grows up to become a fashion designer. Forging connections with friends and family along the way. This actually looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, that sounds nice. I was gonna, like, you know, a selection of these felt like they could be potentially offensive. Um, And this one maybe isn't. Really? that butter
0: really yeah naomi Watts school shooting movie yeah i don't know what you're talking about carly
1: yeah but this one seems like maybe not
0: okay these are the ones that seem worth talking about and also the foo fighters movie is on here (laughs) (laughs) which i will probably end up seeing
1: do you think our dad is gonna see it
0: no i don't well he was asking me about the foo fighters yeah
1: he was asking me too when i failed the question
0: you're like the what now
1: Basically, he said, What's your favorite Foo Fighters song? I said, I don't think I can think of a single one. So sorry. Wow. Yeah.
0: I wonder where that question came from.
1: You know Because
0: he would have had to have thought of Foo Fighters and then wondered what Carly's favorite Foo Fighters song is.
1: I mean, that makes me kind of happy. Aww. Yeah. Well, he
0: also asked me the same question. Damn. And I said, Monkey Wrench.
1: Damn. want to be a Monkey Wrench.
0: <sighs> That's how Monkey Wrench goes.
1: Oh, okay. By the I don't know.
0: They're kind of like Imagine Dragons. Imagine Imagine (laughs) Dragons, right? But like older, more seasoned.
1: They're kind of like Imagine Dragons. (laughs) Such a good music (laughs) review. We would describe
0: most music. Yeah,
1: this new Minsky album is kind of like Imagine Dragons. It kind of (laughs) is.
0: If you took all the exciting parts out of it, God. What if it was just the verses of Thunder, but for an album? I wouldn't mind. I'm the lightning. For the thunder. thunder. I guess you can't separate the verse from the chorus in that case. Yeah. Um, Carly, I'm so glad we get to talk about these amazing movies that none of us will see.
1: Can I make the spreadsheet next time?
0: Well, I'll, okay.
1: Maybe we can switch off. I just love being in the know and then surprising you.
0: Okay, sure. Okay. Guess. Guess. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's in a new movie. We saw the trailer.
1: Which from the order? director
0: of Crank. He's like a drug lord or something. It looks really
1: good. I forgot about Guess.
0: Guess. <laughs> really? Yeah. We did it. We talked about movies.
1: Woo, woo. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't pick our new ones. Oh, crap. We're going to do the best Harry Potter. Okay. Go on. Watch. Do you have one at the ready?
0: Yes. I have another uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. Before I Go to Sleep, which I don't think is supposed to be very good, but it's got Nicole Kidman, Colin Firth, Mark Strong. Come on.
1: Come on. Before I Go to Sleep.
0: It's on Amazon Prime.
1: Okay. I'm going to choose What If. What If. A rom-com starring Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've heard this I've, one is nice.
0: I've looked at that poster before and thought, hmm, I hope Carly someday suggests that we we'll watch this one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I've heard, I remember seeing this trailer a lot, like, when it was coming out, um, and it looked nice. And I like Zoe Kazan, too.
0: Well, of course. Yeah. That's the one where he's on the beach, and he, like, farts a lot, right? And then it's, like, Paul Dano's or Yeah. Cool. Are you excited for Batman?
1: Of course. Are you? Yeah, I love Robbie Pat Penn, Zoe Kravitz.
0: Yeah. Like, is it genuine excitement? Like,
1: Yeah, totally. Okay. Like, I want to be thrilled.
0: Because Marvel movies exist, they have people you like in them, but you don't seem excited to go watch those.
1: Yeah, I'm way more into, let's see, emo, Robbie, Pat, Pat, Batman than I am like, I don't know, like Scarlett Johansson wearing a cat suit or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think it looks pretty bad. I am ready for it to be pretty bad, I guess. I
1: don't mind that, like, I'm so cool with however this is, whether it's good or bad.
0: It looks like the last Batman they would have made before they gave it to Nolan, where it's like, Nolan, we got to reboot this. We got to, we <laughs> went I, too far. I
1: get the sense that this owes a lot to yeah. that Batman, or his As Batman. all cinema
0: does now. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Noli. Woo! Have you seen all the casting announcements?
0: Oh my God, dude. Yeah.
1: I'm excited. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. Oh my God. There was one that I saw that I don't remember, but it was like,
1: he's not playing the guy. He's playing a different guy. <laughs> okay.
0: Because Oppenheimer, right? Yeah. Who was it?
1: Killian Murphy is...
0: Yeah, it was the uh, the other guy.
1: Hmm. I okay. don't know.
0: Okay, good. Carly, thanks for talking about movies, and we'll be back to talk about Harry Potter and Nicole Kidman, mm. and probably horror movies that we don't really like
1: next no. time. Are you eating pomegranate seeds? Yeah, curly. Well, I'm all those down. Spit those out
0: right now. Tooie. spit those out.